Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that shift. What a glove save made by Skinner. This is exciting for the fans of Edmonton. They deserve it. Zach Hyman finds a rebound. This is the best power play that's ever been assembled in NHL history, and so they have the stats to back that eye test up. And Nugent Hopkins is going to pick up point number 100. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. Love the show. Listen to it every day. Pops out to nurse. A shot scores. We've got Connor McDavid rewriting history here. To McDavid scores! There's number 50! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. The first time I ever heard this song was when you, Derek Scott, had played it as a uh, as a uh, return, center, I guess, a return, yeah. yeah, as it's otherwise known, I suppose. Uh, that's off Mount Westmore, right? Yes, it is. Yes. Well done. It's E forty Snoop Dogg, all the old school West Coast rappers out there with a newer release that you put me on to. So appreciate that. A bit of a different opening to the show today. It's a Thursday on Oilers Now, brought to you always by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offering tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. How nice would it be to slither in to a hot tub when it's only about 17 degrees here in the middle of August? What are we doing? Frustrating, but could be a lot worse when you look around the rest of the country. And with that in mind, actually, let's tell you what the River Cree Resort and Casino has going on tomorrow night. A special event if you're listening and you have been displaced by the fires in the Northwest Territory. Listen up. Tomorrow night, Enoch Cree Nation hosting an exclusive free dinner and comedy event for everybody displaced. Doors opening at the venue at River Cree, 5 o'clock. Get your dinner at about 6 tomorrow 
tomorrow night and a lineup of comedians starting at 7 o'clock. Comedians and a bit of music by the looks of it as well. Limited seats, of course, available and you will need your evacuee wristband or your Northwest Territories driver's license to get into this one. But again, if you've been displaced, you are invited tomorrow to come together with a humor, love, laughter at the River Cree, an awesome event there put on by Enoch Cree Nation. We have some news. All of a sudden, holy smokes, it was nothing. It was a it was a slow drip. And then the fire hose turned on yesterday at about 5.30 or so, um, maybe a little bit earlier on. I guess 3.30 our time, 5.30 Eastern. And when we learned that Austin Matthews is, in fact, signing an extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs, which may well end up being the most expensive bridge deal ever seen in NHL history. Here's how it goes. As of next year, Austin Matthews will be making the highest AAV in the NHL. $13.25 million per year over the next four years for Austin Matthews. That starts uh, next year. So he's got one more year at its current price and then boom, the price goes up as we all expected it would. I guess what's interesting to me about this cam is the lack of term. That's what everybody wants to point out is four years versus the six or seven that people were signing elsewhere. I like it, though. I do. From the player's point of view, he's still at at the end of that. He's sitting at 30 years old and probably still looking at another decent payday coming his way, wherever that may be. And that may very well still be in Toronto or elsewhere. From the team's point of view, I guess they're not locked into something uh, super long, and they've had him since his inception into the NHL, so it's it's not like uh, he's only been there for three or four years. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I know if you're a Leafs fan, you would have liked to have seen an eight-year contract, but. Four is better than none. It is. And the way that the cap is going to go up in a couple of years from the player's perspective, there was no way he was going to take any of this because he's still going to be setting the bell curve in in four years' time. When this deal is up, he's going to then again, in all likelihood, end up with the highest AAV because by that point, Connor and Leon will have re-signed. You're right, everybody. They will have re-signed. Yes, Mr. Jackson. Okay. Um, So then you would think, that once again, uh, he would be trying to surpass that and, you know, make it the, the top earnings that, uh, that and, and this is what players do. They're always trying to get to the top. We see it in the NFL way more often, but uh, obviously McKinnon signing his extension at $100,000 more per year than Connor McDavid. So they just looked at the benchmark and said, okay, this is what we value you at. But uh, what's interesting to me, and uh, this tweet, uh, Drew Livingstone pointed this out on Twitter last night. He's like, players to sign for over 10 $10 million AAV on less than a seven-year term. There's two. Austin Matthews has done it twice, and Mitch Marner's done it once. So this is how they do business in Toronto, which is very different from how it's done in Edmonton, as we've seen with like, um, excuse me, the likes of Nurse and, and Nugent Hopkins and and uh, and Hyman as well. And it's different than say New Jersey, where they've just locked up Jack Hughes eight years at I think eight million dollars. Timo Meyer, same thing. Where you're seeing these players, difference in age, obviously between Hughes and and Matthews, but um, different philosophy as well, where you've got one guy locking in for this price uh, over the long term and you've got Matthews willing to bet on himself later on. Yeah, everybody looks at these sorts of things differently and 
to have a guy like Austin Matthews say, yeah, well, you know what, we'll do four years, and then after that, reevaluate and see where we're at. It, that isn't the norm. I totally understand. If you're a player, you, you're probably leaning towards that uh, that security of an eight-year deal. Uh, but this this takes you know, a little leap of faith, I suppose, on, on Austin Matthews' part to just say go with four and then look at it after that. So yeah, it's not it's not uh, a normal route, but it I could see why he would do it. You just have to have the jam to to do it. That's all. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three is the Ashley Fine Floors text line where we already have some Oilers fans weighing in on this one. Get the new floors you've always wanted. One hundred forty third Street, one hundred eleventh Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Uh, obviously, this is the top story today. By the way, the Austin Matthews news, which was it was a total news dump by the Leafs yesterday. Why was there not a press conference held this morning? We found out on Matthew's Twitter account at, at 5.30 Eastern yesterday. That is that is not how it was usually done in Toronto leading into this. So, uh, funny, right? It, yeah. It's interesting that they, they did that. I mean, it's the dead of summer, but hey. Still. Um, anyway, this uh, this texter here has, uh, has floated us one that said, man, he wasn't even top 10 in goal scoring. He had 40 goals last year. So did a lot of players in the NHL, but he wasn't even top 10. He was tied uh, for 13th or no, tied for 14th. So, yes, he's got lots of production under his belt, of course. I'm not saying that the player isn't worth this kind of dollar value. Don't forget that 21-22 season in which he won the Hart and the Lindsay scored 60 goals. But if you look at his entire track record as an NHLer, he's never scored less than 30. Of the seven NHL seasons that Matthews has played, he's scored 40 goals in five of them. And that does include one that was a shortened season, only 50 games. He still scored 40. 40-some-odd goals in that one. So, um, yes, he is worth this kind of money. But when you're paying Marner similar money-ish, and you're now having to figure out what William Nylander is is going to look like after next year, there's a lot that needs to be flushed out here after signing this player to this kind of money. So, John Shannon's going to jump aboard here after the 12.30 news. Seven eight, oh, pardon me. That's a 780-496-0063. You want to ask him a question, I suppose. But uh, he will join us on the hotline. That's what that is. That's right. Let's get my brain back on track here. Um, but, yeah, he will, uh, he'll He'll jump on and talk about uh, you know what this means for the rest of the Toronto core. Uh, are they going to be able to afford William Nylander? And if they do, can they afford to ice an actual NHL roster next season? Like, what does this all look like? Well, they do have a lot of players that are coming off the books after this season. So could they still afford William Nylander? Yes, they could. But then you ha- that affects everything else that you do as they, they still have, what is it, five forwards and three defensemen and a pair of goaltenders that'll come off the books a year from now so they can rework things and still another year there's well this year and next of John Tavares at 11 mil so there's still that too so that's that's going to uh, yeah. eat up some space. 
Yeah, they're uh, they're going to end up with some decisions to make, and I don't envy the position that Brad Tree yeah. leaving's in. But certainly, he took the job knowing that this is going to be uh, the, the list of priorities, and he checked off the very first one there. Top story brought to you each day by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy: Legacy Heating and Cooling. And again, lots of uh, input here on the text line. Those salaries are absurd. This is what makes the game unaffordable for the average Joe and his family to attend. $13 million. Really? Consider how hard you guys work and for what? Way too much. Logan says Matthews is not the best in the league. I hate the guy. One of his teammates needs to bop him in the mouth and to be a team member on the Leafs and, you know, block shots, body check, all that gritty stuff that the rest of the top stars do. He'll never get over the second round in the playoffs because his teammates will not follow his leadership. That's from Logan. Lots of people saying the same thing about Connor McDavid, that he couldn't lead the Oilers out of the whatever to the promised land. So certainly that sentiment out there. Um, Texter saying that Matthews should not have won the Hart Trophy the year that he did. Why are you propping Matthews up? And realistically, he's not even the best player on his own team. I'm not propping him up. He's propped himself up by putting out the stats that he has since he's entered the league. I'm just reciting the facts. Uh, they're, like he was, He's a number one overall pick. That's usually the type of player, as McKinnon was as well, that resets what the top earnings will be. It's just a matter of when these players are all inking their latest deal. Right, Connor McDavid is a way better player. Yes, I'll say that than uh, than Austin Matthews is in what he's provided points wise and all that stuff. And he will get paid that will reflect that on his next deal. He just they don't have to worry about that for another couple of years. Exactly, but yeah, Austin Matthews has had a a pretty good NHL career so far. His numbers, the ones you had just spoke about, they're. They're solid. They're incredibly solid. And he's a big part of that team. And I think he is the best player on that team. And the money reflects it. And, uh, yeah, the term's not forever so that's what it is <laughs> guys i know i know we're in edmonton but there is literally zero zero love or understanding for this contract it is straight hate at 780-496-0063 daryl says marner is the main reason some of these players are getting the money that they're getting he shouldn't have gotten that much now people are getting money more than they're worth not saying that matthews isn't worth it necessarily but some players just aren't worth the money they're getting better players with more points, etc. That's sort of what ended up happening for Kyler Yamamoto, for Yesapoyarvi, who were able to draft a little bit off the production of Dry off of McDavid, earning three million dollars when maybe the realistic individual production was closer to one point seven five. Let's say just as a number to throw out there. So that's not an exclusive thing to Toronto. You can make that case, I'm oh. sure, across. And that, that shouldn't be a knock on a good player that he elevates the play of everybody around him, right? Um, I guess the case that Daryl's making is that maybe Marner is the one elevating these players and not Matthews. And here's one thing that I would say on that is I went back, of course, and looked at the NHL's leading scores, points getters, since Matthews entered the league. You know who's one spot ahead of him, keeping him out of the top 10? 
Who's that? Mitch Marner. No way. Yeah, interesting. So, you know, he's had some injuries in there as well, but uh, there is certainly a case among the Toronto fans to be made about which one is uh, is more, I guess, the offensive engine. You've got a sniper, you've got an, a premier playmaker and, and a wicked defensive player as well in Mitch Marner, who uh, when he's on, man, he's on. So it, it's interesting. I can't wait to hear what John Shannon has to say. But again, lots of feedback coming in. Keep it coming at 780 As for the Edmonton Oilers, we still don't have anything official from the team regarding this Evan Bouchard contract extension, but when you hear it from Frank Saravalli and when you hear it from Elliot Friedman, that's as good as gospel for me. So today in the audio vault brought to you by our friends at Direct Workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you feel like family. We had Hart Levine from Puckpedia on on the show yesterday talking about the dollars and cents left for Edmonton to work with now and, and throughout the course of this season, assuming that this deal does come to fruition two years at $3.9 million per season for Edmonton. Here's Hart. That's not enough to add like an additional player, but you could potentially sign a player that's like a $1.1 million player for your 12th forward and send Peterson down. So you could spend an extra 380 on that 12th forward instead of Peterson on top of his 775. So that's one option or, or not, maybe don't spend all of it, but maybe they now want to, maybe there's a guy they can sign for 900,000 or a million that could be the 12th forward instead of Peterson. So that's an option. Or they could go with that roster with Peterson as the 12th forward or potentially Lavoie, I guess, instead of Peterson, but one or the other. Um, and accrue some cap space and hopefully that they hope they don't run into injuries where they would need additional players because that, that would get in the way. But because finally they're not an LTIR, they would be under the cap. They could accrue space during the year. And generally the way it works is like by the trade deadline, you only have roughly about 40 days out of 185 or 186 day season remaining. And so that if you're just going to do some math with the with the fractions, if you paid attention, and when you when you learn that in high school math, um, you could basically three hundred eighty-two thousand of cap space um, at the deadline. You could fit a player with about a one point seven million dollar cap hit onto the roster. So that would be an option if they just went with this roster. Um, you know, no injuries, no changes all season. When they got to the trade deadline, they could add someone with one point seven million dollar um, annual cap hit. So that that's an option as well. So they could add, spend a little bit more on the. 12 forward now or they could try and save some cap space and accrue it for the deadline and of course that 12th forward now by virtue of Raphael Lavoie signing a deal that pays him $900,000 a year or so um, that's going to be basically Lane Peterson until it's not Lane Peterson because I believe that the team is going to want to save as much salary cap space for deadline time as possible and what's $1.1 million now I don't know how this works, but a little later on in the season, it's going to be 1.7, and I like that number better. So that's what I'm holding out for as long as I can if I'm running the Oilers ship. But I'm not... I'm not. I will not pretend that I am. And we cannot even report that this deal is officially done. So uh, when the team lets you know for sure, we'll let you know for sure. But again, you hear it from Elliot. You hear it from Frank. That's pretty good authority. Find me better authority. Maybe do it while we take a time out here on Oilers Now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. 
And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you today, tomorrow, next week as well. We're going to talk Oil Kings in the second hour of the show today. We've got General Manager Kurt Hill coming in along with Head Coach uh, Luke Pierce. And we'll uh, we'll get you caught up on everything you need to know. Uh, new player in the European side of things. Uh, I think we saw... Did we see him play at the World Junior or the World Under-18s? Because Adam Yurko looks like he could be a player. Yeah, I I would expect he will be. And they're returning European player uh, Wojtek Port. Mm-hmm. Had a really good year He's for... He's a Ducks pick, right? He is a Ducks pick. Yeah, and he went sixth round. Uh, he'll be building on year number two in the WHL for him. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to talk some Oil Kings. Yeah, certainly. But uh, right now we'll do NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialists. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Other than the Austin Matthews news, uh, we'll report and we'll definitely talk with John Shannon about the fact that the NHL and the Players Association are working right now on an international best-on-best tournament for the February of 2025. So what they're trying to do is get something in place sort of as a stopgap and then get back on that cycle that everybody wants to see. Every two years, the Olympics. Every two years, the World Cup of Hockey. But this first event looks like it'll be more of an an outlier, like a Canada Cup type of a thing until they can get that cycle going on the even years again to link up with the World Cup. So that's super interesting to me. They were talking about it on the European media tour and uh, obviously Obviously, that's something that we all want to see big time. Some news on the PTO front. Austin Watson, former Ottawa Senator, signing a PTO in Tampa Bay. So he replaces some of the toughness, I suppose, they've lost with no more Patty Maroon there. Harrington, Scott Harrington, goes to Anaheim. Aaron Dell, the goaltender, and Nick Maloche, the defenseman to the Columbus Blue Jackets on PTOs as well. This guy is not on a professional tryout. He is a former first overall pick. That's Alexi Lafreniere. Really still trying to find some consistency, Cam, I would suggest at the NHL level, but he gets a two-year deal. 2.325 million AAV. Yeah, he hasn't quite got to you know being the uh, first overall pick you know the expectation figure he'll just step in and, and it'll be seamless into the NHL it hasn't been that doesn't mean he can't get there it's just taking him a little longer and uh, we'll see how he fits in with the Rangers this season but yeah it's it's been a little while like his development it's tough when that development comes at the NHL level yeah when you're stepping right out of junior, you didn't have time in the American League, or you didn't have another year of junior under under your belt, it's it's a big jump and it's it's tough to develop at the NHL level. It, it sure is, and for the Rangers program, because of the expectations, the you know they seem to be looking at the Stanley Cup or trying for it yeah. most, if not every year. So he didn't get that time down at Hartford. Even Braden Schneider got a couple of months down there, didn't he? And and look at how immediately impactful he was. But good luck stepping onto Broadway and uh, and you know trying to make an impact as an eighteen or nineteen year old kid. 
kid with all the expectations of the world on you. Yeah, uh, it's I just, not easy. I don't know that everybody can take that on. It hasn't worked for him right out of the gate. Hasn't worked for Capo Caco either, who was drafted second overall the following year and looked like he was going to hulk his way into the NHL. He was a man among boys at the World Junior Tournament. And he hasn't really caught any traction either until they paired them up last year on that kid line and they finally got a little bit. But anyway, uh, we will talk Maple Leafs with John Shannon when we come back after Randy Kilburn brings you the global news headlines.